and welcome to this new episode with freediving champion Adam Stern, who's eight times record holder for Australia. And it was a really interesting chat because I'm often interested in people who push themselves to achieve more. But in the case of freediving, it's a unique combination of skills because you want to push yourself a little bit, but you want to be relaxed underwater. And Adam is actually one of the most relaxed and fun person I uh, encountered. So it was really a good lesson for me that sometimes you want to just relax and enjoy even if you want to get better and improve and achieve. So I'll leave you with this really cool chat. Don't forget to subscribe. Hey guys, welcome to the 44th episode of Dreamers and Doers. 44? Yeah, there's a lot of dreamers out there. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of doers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I suppose you need both, right? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) definitely. And uh, yeah, people who actually are dreamers and doers at the same time, like you, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I suppose. I suppose I am. So yeah, basically I interview people who follow their passion. Cool. uh, And use it to make the world better. Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's one of your ambitions. Well, I mean, I, I mean, like I, I'm certainly following my passion, but I suppose if I'm making the world better, I think that yeah. one's more up to debate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we can talk about it, but yeah, basically in terms of following your passion, well, I'm super stoked yeah. to interview you because I've been following you quite a bit on YouTube. Ah, uh, cool. And I think with Guillaume Neri, you're the two people who really um, made me want to try freediving. I tried with Dan, your, yeah, yeah, your yeah. friend, yeah. your partner. And uh, absolutely loved it because you have a combination of stillness and a bit of performance. So we'll, sure. we'll talk a bit about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm usually really interested in the story and how you got into uh, freediving in general mm-hmm. and especially competitive freediving because uh, Adam is eight times record holder. Uh, yes, in, yes, for Australia. Australia. For Australia, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so, so the question is how I got into it. Yeah, a bit, a bit <laughs> of your story. Um, you know, uh, did you watch the Big Blue? No, no, I didn't. I didn't know freediving existed. Basically, what happened was um, uh, I went to uh, university and I graduated with a a, a very useful degree in theatre, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, basically went backpacking around Australia, uh, Australia, around Southeast Asia. Okay. And while I was backpacking, I, I ended up like uh, wanting to do a bit of scuba diving. So I went to Koh Tao in Thailand and mm-hmm. you know did, did a little bit of scuba diving. And uh, I got really bored with scuba diving quickly because, um, well, you know, you're kind of just down there and you're looking at things. Mm-hmm. And after a while, I was like, okay, I've, I've seen a lot of things, you know, now what? <laughs> and... Mm. Uh, yeah, I've been, the, I've been uh, scuba diving yeah. since I was 14, uh-huh. and I loved it until then, but since I've tried freediving, now um, It's hard like, to go back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, basically what happened was, uh, there was a, like a freediving center on the island as well, and I just signed up for a, for a beginner course, and uh, I just loved it, and that was, that was literally it. So, I loved it so much, I went back home, uh, you know, got some money together, like, you know, got a job and made some money, and then went back, uh, back to Koh Tao and continued training there with them, and then... All of a sudden, uh, my my sort of like travels as a backpacker became more about traveling as a freediver and going to different mm-hmm. freediving locations to train and and uh, I mean eventually I got kind of like uh, kind of deep and and people were like oh you know Adam why didn't you enter a competition and I was like oh yeah, yeah I, I suppose I should you know like <laughs> and, and that's 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 really it so like you know when I when I got into freediving there wasn't really uh, much of a career to be had out of freediving right like there wasn't it mm. wasn't like 
a situation where, where you said, oh, I'm going to be a professional freediver. Well, now you can. Now you can be like, okay, I'm going to make a living out of yeah. freediving. You just go for it. Um, uh, but when I started, I was just doing it because it was fun. I enjoyed yeah. it. And uh, when I started competing, it was because it was just fun and I enjoyed mm. it. And I never really anticipated uh, my life turning into what it is, which is, yeah. I suppose, like becoming a professional freediver. To a point where now you only live from your freediving exactly. competition mm -hmm. and the events you organize, like the Deep Week this week? Uh, yes, exactly. So uh, we, well, we do a combination of things. You know, we have, uh, well, I, I compete and then we make some, some cash out of sponsorships and things like that okay. that come through our competitions that we attend. Because yeah, in general, I'm interested also mm -hmm. people are like, yeah, I can follow my passion. I think mm -hmm. we live at a time where you can monetize and make a living out of your passion. So that's why I'm... Um, it's a lot, a bit, yeah. yeah. It's a lot easier to monetize your passion at the moment. In mm. fact, like uh, there are so many ways to do it. It's uh, <laughs> we would be here for a very long time if we were to yeah. talk about all the different <laughs> ways we can monetize, yeah. uh, like hobbies or whatever yeah. your passion may be. But um, yeah, it's a very good age for that. I think at the yeah. moment. Yeah. And to go back here yeah, to freediving, mm -hmm. uh, I'm really interested. So you you, you loved it. Like mm -hmm. why? What what's the feeling you find in freediving that you absolutely love? I mean, there are so many things, right? Um, so for starters, uh, I'm a very, um, I'm a very goal-oriented person, and so mm -hmm. like for me, it like it's such a perfect sport because everything is measured in these like meters, right? Yeah. And even though most of the time you're not um, chasing meters, mm -hmm. um, breaking into new territory or like you know adding a few extra meters here or there yeah. every year or whatever. It's an, it's, it's an extremely satisfying thing mm. for my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I can, so, I can understand. I have my personal best yeah, 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 yeah. of everything yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, but besides that, the dives actually feel incredible. So I think one of the one of the misconceptions yeah. about freediving is that it's like this crazy extreme thing, and you know, you're diving down over a hundred odd meters, and uh, like, and it's like it's like. Uh, <laughs> you're like suffering or you're dying mm. or it's like so risky but the truth is that actually uh, all the dives all the deep dives yeah. feel very comfortable and they feel beautiful okay. and they're just a really beautiful experience it's a really beautiful experience yeah. in like weightlessness and flying through the water as mm. well i'm interested in that comfortable part mm -hmm. because for most people including myself yeah. holding your breath becomes very uncomfortable <laughs> after a certain time right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so have you always felt it was comfortable? Is there a point when it clicks? Like No, I mean, like, so I think one of the issues when people start to learn how to freediving is that people... All right, so you, you turn up, you say, okay, I want to start freediving. And then whoever's teaching you says, okay, well, look, the first maybe 25, 30% of your breath hold is mm -hmm. going to feel relaxed and comfortable. Yeah. But then after that, yeah. you're going to get the urge to breathe and you're going to, mm -hmm. like, be hanging on for dear life and it's going to feel horrendous. Mm -hmm. The key is to not have a horrendous time <laughs> the key is to actually <laughs> not do hold that? your breath for that long okay just start okay. breathing before okay. it becomes terrible and mm. then as time goes on you develop a, a higher tolerance uh for the processes that make you feel ter terrible and you okay. can go longer and longer and longer and longer Which, without feeling bad okay because my idea was that um if i push through a little bit more and <laughs> i'm just like i get used to that discomfort and somehow you know, a bit like an ultra marathon runner yeah, yeah, who yeah, gets the sure. pain and gets to like the pain. Yes, well, this is uh, not and to manage it. Yeah. Is, is it a bit similar, or no. should I not push it too you much? Should never push it. Uh, okay. The thing is with free diving or breath holds is that yeah. breath holds can leave some pretty severe psychological scars in okay. a person's okay. mind. It's not like uh, running or other activities where it's mm. like you just push through the pain and yeah. hold on to it. Like 
um, that will like, actually the, the best way to not get better as a freediver mm -hmm. is to constantly push okay. and push yourself and, and push yourself to like keep going even though it feels terrible. That's the very mm -hmm. best way to not get better. Okay. So the key is actually to keep all your breath holds enjoyable, to actually like mm -hmm. have a great time and to keep all of your, all the like associations in your okay. mind, everything, let's say every time that you think uh, of freediving, every time every association mm -hmm. you have is a positive one rather than like uh, hanging on for dear life. Okay. <laughs> This is actually so interesting, yeah, because, um, you know, I'm, I'm quite into listening, I told you about yeah. ultra yeah, yeah, yeah. runners or, you know, people who go in extreme cold, like mm -hmm, the Wim mm -hmm. Hof method and yep. other things. And, and, and obviously, I, I and this, there, there is a, a bit of pushing yourself, I guess, too, in the, in the freediving world, right? Or? Well, from who? I don't know. Okay. okay. <laughs> that, that's super some freedivers do, some freedivers don't. Yeah. Um, the freedivers. Yeah, are, are there differences? Because, like, oh, you, you're sure. obviously even in, your, in, in the way. You are, you're like someone very chill, very, very... Those freedivers are pretty chilled. I, I, are I think, there some freedivers that are like super competitive? Yeah, definitely. But yeah. even those freedivers know that um, if they push themselves and push themselves and push yeah. themselves, they're just going to start uh, going mm. backwards. Do you know what I mean? So like, uh, so they're, they're, they're so competitive yeah. that they know they have to go easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's why it's so interesting. And that's why I wanted to interview you. I mean, like right. freediving is really in this middle between yes you like you push yourself yes you need great fitness but mm -hmm. because you need to relax uh it's not like you know if you want to run a, an ultra marathon yeah yeah for things, sure for like sure very unique combination of skills i feel yes very much very much and, and so much of, of freediving is is about developing greater levels of relaxation mm. while you plummet deeper and deeper mm. under under the ocean and put yourself in the circumstances where you could potentially feel a lot of stress mm. so you need to develop like the skills and the the mental fortitude to stay relaxed under those conditions mm. but um, I, I, th I think it's probably more skills than, than men mental ish mental things you know like um, yeah. I'm not very strong mentally I don't have a like an iron will or anything like that okay. um, and so but I can still dive really deep so <laughs> it's it's very much it's more about just uh, like developing the skills and the fitness for mm. for the activity rather than like wow this person just has some incredible mind like I think that's mm. that's not the case like most freedivers are pretty normal people okay okay average people <laughs> and like so what I understand is there's like, like yeah mm. what makes that you hold your mm -hmm. breaths you know like like a sprinter he would probably be like 20 or 30 percent fast faster than me but mm -hmm. like you would dive and i'm already like i did a, a <laughs> lesson so i could do like 20 meters and but you could do like five times that and you could do like 10 times the average person <laughs> so where, yeah. where does it come from is it like because in my head there would be like things like lung capacity that yeah. would be a, a small one there'd be the mental thing like when it gets uncomfortable managing it better mm -hmm. well where do you feel you get so much well i feel advantage? i feel like what you've done is you've compared yourself to a sprinter mm -hmm. and then you've compared yourself to a freediver but you've mm. probably run more in your life than you have true, freedived true. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean pretty good point uh, so like the thing is is that if everyone grew up freediving yeah um we would be talking about something okay. along those lines okay. we would be saying okay well you know this person's mm. going that extra 20 so many 30%. mental mental uh, no, I just think it's exposure to diving. Oh, yeah. I don't. There is. I, there is honestly nothing special about a freediver. Okay. They, the, the, a freediver is just a person that freedives, <laughs> and it just so happens to be such a unique activity that you mm. can. Uh, that when when you get good at it, you're so much better than the average person. Mm. But I think I could take just about any human being in the world 
just about. <laughs> and in, in about two months, I could have them comfortably diving to maybe between 40 and 60 meters, depending wow. on the individual. Yeah. It's, uh, you, your body can just do it. You can mm. very quickly adapt to the activity. Mm, that's, that's so interesting. Okay, and, and um, do you have um, like a meditation technique? No. No, no I... Uh... <laughs> Is that... Because you're very relaxed. Is it... Do you think... Have you always been like this? Or do you feel freediving is also your meditation? Freediving is definitely my meditation. Like freediving um, free is a meditation. Freediving mm. is, an, is an act of, of controlling your mind and doing something very specific mm. and, and reasonably intense for a very short period of time. Um, but, you know, a lot of freedivers do meditate, but I'm, I'm not one of them. Okay. Um, most of the world's best freedivers um, treat freediving like any other athlete treats a sport. Do you know, mm -hmm. I, I feel like uh, over the years, freediving has been boxed into this thing where it's like, oh, you know, you must meditate and do yoga and all these things mm -hmm. and you must be like this like Zen person. And we're all just like a bunch of random people that like to swim down and swim back okay. up, you know, <laughs> like, um, and so, but, but the best freedivers are those who treat, treat freediving like any other athlete treats their sport and they train for it. Mm. And they, they, I mean, they, they do the sport, they train, they practice, and like kind of jazz. Mm. You do visualizations. I, I do, I do do visualizations, which I suppose are a form of meditation. So maybe mm. I've just bitten myself. Uh, maybe I've just. Meditation is pretty white. It's a very. I suppose, uh, suppose like uh, yeah. I, I think I, I so often. I so often I'm like ready for the 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 idea that people have a freediver as being like mm. this like meditative yogi person. Well, you're sitting like, in a lotus position. Oh, I just have <laughs> I just have flexible hips. It's comfortable, no? <laughs> um, uh, this is yeah. This is just it's just not the not mm. the most comfortable bench. So it's actually mm. more comfortable like this. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, most most freedivers are just pretty simple people. Um, that treat freediving like like any other athlete treats their sport, and and the thing is that anyone can freedive. Like anyone can pick up freediving and yeah. become a champion. Like uh, I started freediving when I was like 21, 22. Okay. So I started as How an adult. You know? I'm 30. Okay. That's pretty young for freediving. Free right? yeah, 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 yeah. So mo most most uh, freedivers, most of my competitors are in their sort of like late 30s, early 40s. Okay. <laughs> so okay. I am one of the Great. younger. You after them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of time. Lots of time. Um, but uh, yeah, because it's such a low impact sport, you can do it well into your god fifties even. Mm. You know, uh, my my primary uh, training buddy uh, is 48, 48 years old, mm -hmm. and he dives deeper than I do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, well, that's cool. Where's your? Um, oh yeah, also on the. Do you have some habits on top of it, like maybe um, I don't know morning routines or special nutrition? I guess. You know? uh, I mean, yeah, but like in in the same way that any yeah. other athlete would would yeah. eat well, like yeah. you know, you you yeah, have yeah. to. Uh, I suppose like the way I look at my diet is my diet. I, I I eat for output, right? So like I eat the foods I need to replenish my body from mm -hmm. the activity or mm -hmm. the workout that I've just been doing, right? Um, so it's just ba it's based around whatever I'm doing that day and and what I need to eat to replenish yeah. myself from the activity or from okay. the training session. But there's nothing special about it, like yeah. you know, I eat carbs. 
I ate meat. I ate. Yeah, you know what I mean. I just eat. Food. You just don't smash like two Big Macs before your dice. No, 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 no. <laughs> I eat cake but... too. <laughs> no, no. In, in, so like um, digestion. And, and uh, you drink even underwater sometimes. Sometimes I, I try to. It's very hard to drink underwater actually. <laughs> um, but uh, no, you, it's it's much more comfortable to dive on an empty stomach. So most free divers will okay. like. You wake up in the morning and you either won't eat before you dive mm. if it's nice and early or if you're diving at around sort of like okay. mid-morning you'll have like uh, usually like a bowl of oats or like something along those lines uh, about well, three hours before the dive and okay. then you've got some energy in the body and some yeah. sugars in the body and then you're ready to go mm, <laughs> nice. yeah because i guess you don't want your body using energy for digestion that's go. exactly that's exactly yeah. right and digestion uses a lot of energy mm. okay and have you so have all your dives been comfortable? You've mm -mm. never felt uh, <laughs> uh, like a dive could go wrong? Or? So like, um, talking now, like I, I um, now my dives were comfortable. That wasn't always okay. the case, you know, okay. especially when I was a younger freediver. So I, I mean, I, mm. I was a 21 year old freediver, keep this in mind. So yeah. I was invincible and, and nothing could hurt <laughs> me. And <laughs> um, so no, no, my, uh, my dives, I used to dive in a way that was very aggressive and I was always okay. pushing myself and I was always having really bad experiences and then what happened is I got to a certain depth and then like I just couldn't make mm. myself go deeper because I had, had so many traumatic experiences okay. reaching that depth over the years okay. that I just couldn't make myself what dive anymore. What was that depth? Uh, it was my PB now which is 106. Okay. And, uh, and so I've actually had to take a real big step back and Work myself completely as a diver. But, but you and still, you still did your PB through pushing this way. Yeah, I did. Okay, I did. But didn't you say before that to get better results, you wanted to, it was yeah, better not I, to push I mean, too I, much. In, in, in my in that in that sense, like uh, okay, so like you know, I did a, I did 106, but the world yeah. record was at the time was 129. Yeah, right. Yeah. So like, uh, it's good, but it's not. Okay. The best. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. So. Um, yeah, but you you can for sure, for sure you can get to a certain point uh, by pushing yourself, but you're okay. never going to be the best doing it that okay. way. Okay. And you feel that now you've changed a bit your strategy. Oh, very much. You you feel, but but you didn't beat that personal best. Uh, I haven't had the time to. I, okay, uh, but you I've, think I've, you I've would? Been, oh yeah, definitely. Oh, right. Okay, okay. Like okay. right to like today, if I attempted it, I would. Okay. I could go deeper than that and it would feel nice. Okay. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That's, that's what I wanted to know. <laughs> mm, okay. Uh, and like when you were doing this, when you were younger, mm -hmm. did you ever have like weird feelings underwater? I don't know if it's fear. Sometimes people say you go a bit, <laughs> a bit crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, definitely. I had many like freak outs, you know, I had yeah. many dives where like I'd be going down and, and didn't Do you have feel... like a story in particular? Um, oh God, I got, a, I mean, a thousand, right? I got yeah, a thousand okay. of these dives okay. that, that I freaked out on and it felt mm. terrible. Is it, is it narcosis? You call it? Oh, well, yeah. that, that's a bit of a different thing. So okay. like, um, I suppose what I'm talking about is just having a, a dive okay. in which you get down to the bottom and for whatever okay. reason you freak out and you're like, oh my God, get me out of here and you swim okay. up like panicking. Mm. That's horrible. Yeah. But um, basically, once you dive deeper than, usually starts at around 60 meters, you yeah. experience nitrogen narcosis, okay. uh, narcosis, which is the same thing that a scuba diver gets, right? The same, okay. the, like, like you get uh, you get high from the buildup yeah. of nitrogen in your brain. Mm. And uh, it's a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Some people have negative experiences with narcosis, but I never did. I always, okay. I always loved my narcosis. Okay. In fact, you know, over the years, you build up a tolerance for nitrogen narcosis. And now, 
Now, like I'm doing, like, if I do like a hundred meter dive, I don't even get knocked anymore, and it's oh, really sad. Well, right? you have like, to go deeper now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Constantly chasing the high. We're like mm -hmm. drug addicts, just going for it all the time. That's nice. Okay, but yeah, you had moments when you felt you were panicking a bit. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Time. But you know, like, uh, like, like, it's my. Uh, but never went too wrong. No, 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 no. I mean, like, I'm still here, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like everyone's freediving journey is quite a journey, you know, especially mm. if they're diving quite deep. Um, and each of those divers have learned their own lessons through many failures and many, many doing many stupid things and then having many successes. Yeah. And, you know, the, the stories will, there'll be a huge range of stories uh, mm. that, that uh, you can draw from any, any freediver based on like the years of, the years of diving and how they've progressed to where they are. Mm. Yeah, because I... I feel like, and I don't know if it's cliche or because we hear mm. a lot about them, mm. but I heard quite a few stories of people like, you know, who had to be rescued mm -hmm. or who died during the, during those free dives. Like, well, Natalia Molchanov would be maybe yeah, yeah, for sure, the for most, sure. Uh, famous. Uh, so, yeah, I thought yeah. sometimes, I mean, still, like, do you feel something could be wrong or do you feel with your new approach you're so comfortable? That well, so it's, it's more really a matter of fine. like the, the circumstances that you're diving, yeah. right? So like... I mean, I have no idea um, the circumstances that Natalia was diving in. I don't know if there were people around her or if there weren't people around her. But for the most part, the only uh, freediving deaths we've ever had are from people not following the standard safety mm. practices. Yeah. So um, uh, my wife would kill me if I was breaking like, sta like, like standard safety practices. Mm. Um, uh, so... Now that you're yeah, yeah be now, a now that there's a baby on the way as well, for sure. <laughs> so like, uh, okay, so I'll, I'll paint you a picture. Uh, when when you're getting ready for a deep dive, there's there's quite a lot of uh, there's quite a lot involved. You don't just mm -hmm. swim out into the middle of the ocean like, okay, I'll go down now, right? So um, where there's usually like a, a platform uh, with a dive line or a buoy or a sequence of mm -hmm. buoys with a dive line that goes down to whatever depth you plan to dive to. No, no shallower, no deeper. Yeah. You set the line to a very specific depth. And then you have a lanyard which straps you into that line, so you're attached to to the line no matter what. Okay. Um, and then on the end of that line is a counterbalance system, so uh, so that if for whatever reason you don't come up, they can drop the counterbalance, like which is a huge weight on the other side, just mm -hmm. drop it, and then it pulls the line up really okay. fast, and you end up okay. coming up on the bottom of the line. Then you will also have at least two other divers in the water, free divers mm -hmm. who are there for just your safety. Mm -hmm. And in an ideal world, like <gasps> for like some of the um, that's the coconut, <laughs> like for, for especially for like a, a, lo a lot of the competitions, there'll be a sonar to register how deep you are and, and where you are. Okay. And and now the bigger competitions have underwater drones mm. that follow you down all the way down and all the way back up to film it, but also for safety. So there's a lot of safety involved okay. with doing these deep dives and mm. like no one is just going out and floating in the middle of the ocean and diving yeah. down deep and being like, oh, I wonder what happens, right? So okay. like <laughs> a lot of structure, a lot of planning and a lot of safety. Mm. Um, so uh, like the only real free diving deaths have come, come from people either really mismanaging the situation mm. or from people just breaking standard yeah. safety practices. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And... Uh, yeah, are you going to... So, where are you with your, your competitive freediving at the moment? Well, I'm about to have a baby, so... 
Um, uh, no, I, I won't well, be going. You're not having the baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you want me to go to the World Championships with a six-week-old baby. So, the, I mean, the, the World Championships will be in, like, uh, September this year. Okay. Um, and now our baby's due in July. And so I think this so year I'm just yeah, going to chill. Yeah, it's cool. yeah, 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 it's going to happen. What, you know, that's, nice. a, that's the nice thing about freediving as well is that... Um, because uh, I don't anticipate my career ending for at yeah. least another 15 years. Oh, yeah. I'm not necessarily in a rush to get oh. to where I'm going. It's like other sports, I feel like um, you have a very brief window. Mm. And it's like you've got, to, you've got to perform in these years. Otherwise, that's it. Mm. You're done. You, uh, but for freediving, there isn't that urgency. So That's cool. I'll be yeah. fine to have yeah. it. Like a, I'll still be training and diving. Yeah, I just yeah. won't be competing. Yeah. Which just means I can I can come next year and do something big that no one will have heard. <laughs> no one will have seen me do. <laughs> secret yeah, secret yeah, yeah. plans. Uh, and yeah, and what was your, your best dive? Like if you had to pick one. If I had to pick my best dive, it would have been uh, one of the free immersion dives I did in Vertical Blue last year. So... This was after I'd spent a lot of time reworking my, um, uh, like reworking how I dive and my skills and my mental approach and all that kind of stuff. And so even though I hadn't gone deeper with the monofin, mm -hmm. I had gone deeper in the other disciplines. Okay. Um, and so I did 99 meters free motion, which mm -hmm. is where you don't wear fins, but you just pull yeah. on the rope. So yeah. it's a lot slower and typically you don't, you don't go as deep. So I mean, I think the 99 free motion dive is probably equivalent almost equivalent to the 106 with the fins mm. but um i did that dive in a state of complete bliss and calm oh, and happiness yeah, and that yeah. was a really beautiful thing a really beautiful thing to in the middle of the world's biggest freediving mm. competition announce a pb dive something you've never done before and just execute nice. it with complete ease nice. and uh and in terms of environment mm -hmm. where's the nicest place because I've seen you, you know, with whales. Yeah, 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 for sure. In crazy places. So, what was uh, the nicest environment where you did the oh, God, you know, every time I get asked this question, you have to what, pick one. What, you know what comes to my mind? I, I always think about when people say, you know, I can't, I can't have a favorite amongst my children. Yeah. You know, like, I, I have no idea. I have no idea where the best place was. Like, everything was incredible for its own thing, right? Yeah. Like, um, diving with the humpbacks in Tonga is mm. incredible. Uh, because those big whales play with you and, and engage you in the water. Uh, diving in the cenotes in Mexico is beautiful because it's such an incredible and alien landscape. Okay. Um, uh, the best probably like like healthy marine life and, and fish and all that kind of jazz I've ever seen was uh, in Cocos Keeling Islands, mm -hmm. which is an Australian territory in the middle of the Indian Ocean, like a thousand kilometers away from anything else. And uh, it's just it's just healthy there, you know. Like uh, mm. humans haven't haven't ruined it yet. So, so it's like so nice. uh, there's a lot there's a lot of incredible places for their own kind of reasons. But um, nothing 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 stands out more than the other things. Mm. If that makes sense. <laughs> there yeah, there yeah, are. Yeah, no, I understand. <laughs> yeah, because when I looked, uh, yeah, you guys, you got to look at the video with the, for example, the humpbacks. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that was beautiful. Tonga, that that's was amazing. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and can you hold your breath yeah, really well? Because it must be like a lot of adrenaline, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, like, oh my God, there's a big whale. In the Philippines, I did like, I, I was with uh, whale sharks. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't go more than three meters because then I was like... You were so excited. <laughs> yeah, 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 for so sure, for sure. No, it's, it, it's the same. Um, you know, like my breath holds are terrible when there are humpbacks <laughs> around. <laughs> Tough life. Yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know. <laughs> well, I shouldn't complain. <laughs> And um, yeah, going back to the practical tips. So you you talked about uh, so if people listen, you know, and they're like, okay, I wanna I wanna hold my breath longer because I wanna go deep because really for amazing sure. and for sure. and to be honest, having experienced it even for uh, twenty meter is like 
wow, there's so so much stillness down there. Yeah, yeah, there is. There really is. Like it's um, it's a very calm, quiet world yeah. underwater. You yeah, know? you feel like yeah, in another world. That's mm -hmm. that's amazing. And so, how uh, how would you, what would be some tips you would give to hold your breath longer? One of one of them was not to push until it's uncomfortable yeah, yeah so for sure i mean uh, i mean and, i think maybe more practical techniques oh uh, well and there's 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 i wouldn't be able to break down any practical techniques right now in the time frame that we have yeah, you know okay. what i mean but like uh, i think the best thing is just to take a freediving course you know yeah. and just just yeah. go find someone who who can teach you how to freedive or you know just just join your local freediving club yeah. or just you know just join a group of freedivers and start freediving um, it's the easiest thing in the world to do. You, you get a mask and a snorkel and yeah. you go swimming. <laughs> you know, that's all it is, really. Um, there's no difference between, like, uh, um, freediving and snorkeling. I suppose, like, freedivers just go underwater and they stay mm. down there longer, that's all. But and, and would you do some, like, dry breath holding to, to try? Uh, you know what, yeah, yeah, definitely. But, like, uh, it, it's... If, if you just start holding your breath dry without knowing yeah. what you're doing, yeah. you're, you're probably going to do more harm than good, I think. Okay. Uh, I mean, like, I, 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 I have a whole bunch of tutorials that I've made on YouTube for people to to do, but, like, yeah. I didn't want to plug those. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think I started with your tutorials, actually. Yeah. And then I also downloaded this app called Apnea Trainer, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where you breathe in, hold, breathe out mm -hmm. on a long period mm -hmm. of time, and I don't know, they say to help yeah no it does i mean all these things help but i i think the main thing is is that when when people start freediving uh they think oh god i'm a freediver now or i'm getting into freediving i'm gonna do all these crazy things all these breathing exercises and breath hold yeah. exercises and usually it's better to just go and have fun and dive okay <laughs> you and, know and like you when do you that want... really well because when i look at the deep week yeah, 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 videos yeah. like you're all about uh, making freediving fun, right? For sure. I mean, uh, like, I mean, what's the point in doing it if you're not having a good time? But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, all the training and all the training events that I do mm. and that we facilitate are all about like having fun, enjoying the freediving community and freediving, and you know, like, it's mm. it's less about performance and less about like, all right, let's get yeah. better at this and work on our skills. Like, obviously, we're doing that, yeah. but we're doing it within the framework of keeping everything easy and fun and light and happy. Mm. Yeah, and in, if you follow Adam on Instagram or YouTube, sure. you have all these <laughs> really fun videos where you do experiments in the water, like opening a neck or drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah just seeing what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because it's a whole different world down there. You yeah, know? Like yeah, oh yeah. Everything you can do, the photo, sh the photo Nothing, shot yeah. are amazing. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like people, I guess, when they go in space, yeah. just it's a bit more affordable. Yeah, much more affordable. <laughs> um, I think that's actually one of the reasons why freediving is getting so popular so fast is because of mm. how beautiful the imagery is and how beautiful the videos are, you know, like yeah. how, how yeah. beautiful all the photographs are, are underwater. Mm. Um, and it's making freediving popular in a, in a way that mm. freedivers aren't quite ready for, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Ready for Yeah, yeah, we're doing all right. Like, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's... I mean, if you would have told me... Uh, like when I first started freediving, that I'd be training mm. this many freedivers a year, like that I train now, I would have like I wouldn't have believed you. I wouldn't have thought that yeah. the sport would have been that big. How many people come to your deep weeks? Uh, well, it depends. We get in between uh, eighty-five and ninety-five. Okay. Um, and so that's a week in Bali. Yeah, basically yeah. a week in Bali, and we get a whole bunch of people together, and we get between forty and fifty mm. instructors. So we have a lot of instructors as well. Yeah, I'll um, be doing that first. Yeah, you will. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's great. We just we just train all week, and it's uh, mm. it's fun. Mm. Nice. And wh yeah, what would be your main message? Oof. I think my main message would be that um, 
you should just give things a go because it may be the thing that changes your life. Because <laughs> yeah, I had no idea what freediving was yeah. before I started. I had no expectations or thoughts yeah. about it. I thought, oh, this might be a cool thing to do on my holiday. And here I am. Here are I are am. you someone in general who tries a lot of different things? I would I would say yes, but not exceptionally. Okay. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't think of myself as a person that's always seeking mm. new experiences. Okay. Maybe I was when I was younger. Now I'm just like oh, I found my thing and I'm happy. Yeah. Mm. Okay. That's beautiful. How can people? <laughs> yeah. So how can people follow you? Many Instagram. Oh yes. Yeah, so I mean, you, I mean, you can follow me on Instagram, which is Adam Freediver, or on YouTube, which is Adam Freediver, or on Facebook, which is uh, on Facebook we're different. On Facebook, it's Adam Stern Freediver. Hey. Mm, okay. <laughs> I think people will find. They'll find <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. So today was rest day. For, yes. For in the middle of deep week. In the middle of deep week. Yeah. Nice. Nice. That's going well. I have a tradition. I'll end these interviews with a big warm hug. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me, Alex. Mm. Thank you so much. That was super interesting. Because, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try to adjust a bit to that <laughs> more comfortable feel, feeling yeah. and not being like pushy. Because I know, I remember when I was training with your partner, mm -hmm. Dan, that mm -hmm. was also, he could feel that. I was yeah. really like, you know, that um, competitive yeah, mindset. Yeah, yeah. So you got to push it and... and that can uh, be in the way when it comes to freediving, as for I sure. understand. For sure, for yeah. sure. That, that uh, keep just keep it nice and relaxed, and you go you go very far. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Pleasure. Thanks, guys. Thank you. See you later. Thank you for listening to this episode. And you know, with Unlocked, we do way more than just the podcast. We have events in Sydney. And I'm usually hosting webinars, live webinars. So anyway, go to unlock.me, U-N-L-O-C-K-T dot me and see what we're doing, like podcasts, online programs, an online mastermind and the events and join us. <laughs>